Y'all ready to start the show? Whatever. There you go. Oops. God damn it. <laughs> Alright. So, welcome back to another episode of the Talks Podcast. We are here, halfway queer, and still alive. We got two in the possible. <laughs> oh my so. But yeah, so we're back. It's your boy Daka, and then to my left earbud and my right earbud, it is your boy Blue. Hi, Blue. Hey. And I think Naya put herself on mute again, which is fine because she <laughs> was trying to figure it out earlier. So. <laughs> okay. Well. She's here. She's somewhere. here. <laughs> right. She's here somewhere. I don't know where she is. She's motherfucking here. She, she'll Damn. pop in at some point. You guys yeah. will hear her. You'll hear her. And Amara, of course. And you'll probably hear my yappy dog in the background at some point. Oh, um, Cammy. Nah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> I have to. I have to say it. That's how we show love around this house. She yeah, stares me down. Damn. I say, get out my fucking face. She barks at me. I give her a Can't piece of my Peter bread. You, sleep. <laughs> you know, one day she's going to be like, soon, bitch. Soon. She plotting on you and you don't know it. <laughs> okay. She was moving too, cl- too silent for me. All right. I got a text. I feel like it's Nio. It's oh, no, not, not Nio, but it's your girl, Sunflower Shakur. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Fuck no, everything did, we said I, beforehand. I, I did. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> One day, this is just part of the show, guys. You know, you know, we have technical difficulties every week, and it's just part of the show. That's why you love us. Yeah. Anyway, I muted it because my my great niece heard cries. So I was like, um, I don't know. Just think of the greatest baritone you've ever heard of. That's her cry. <laughs> so it's just like I already Kenny, know we're gonna be like hella distracted. So I put my phone on mute, and then you was doing introductions, and I was like, eh, eh, eh. and then but like it was not unmuting; it just kept like flickering. So I was it's like, crazy. Oh, it. oh. it's crazy. Okay. Like when we want to talk, it says no, and when we don't want to talk, it says yes. Jesus <laughs> would never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely but had that queued up in my head. You hear it. You know the vibes. <laughs> but we're back for another week of bullshit. We've been gone for a few weeks because you know we need to we need some time away. And I don't know about y'all, but I guess we I got busy. I hope I think y'all are busy too. Who knows? I don't know. I think you were. Oh my so. gosh, I'm trying to light this bag off and not doing it. <laughs> Every time now, Naya, I'm gonna think of that damn video I sent you. We're referring to Tori, and this is a video of this little girl. She's on her virtual school call, and her mom walks oh, by. She's smoking her blunt. <laughs> yes, I've seen that. Oh God! Wait, how did that almost happen to you? Because <laughs> I'm um, grilling chicken and asparagus. Oh, you on the gas grill, 
Oh, no, I'm outside. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, technically not. Wait, no, it's like lighter fluid, cold. Oh, okay, okay. I oh, well, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're glad that you're alive, and I don't know about that woman. Didn't she get arrested? I'm sure she got arrested. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. Good. I'm like, are you dumb? <laughs> it was really dumb. All right. Um. So, let's just jump right into the things. Kamala Ann, your bowl is so loud. Y'all hear that? You I hear love that. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can go back to eating how you were. My bad. <laughs> She's looking at me like, I... Okay. <laughs> I told you she gonna plot on you. She gonna plot on you. She like, yeah, that shit right there. Let me go mark that. Right down. there, nigga. Right there. <laughs> it's in the book. I'm going to mark that down right now. It's paw print <laughs> number 52. <laughs> So, let's talk about what's going on in the world. First and foremost, I don't know, where do y'all want to start? Do y'all want to start with Beyonce or y'all want to start with the election? <laughs> or the baby. Uh-huh. See, that's the bear song. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I mean, the tone is very rich. I'll give her that. It's full bodied. It's she got, she got nice pair of lungs. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, she definitely got a nice No, don't go with Nile. Leave Nile out of it. <laughs> she. She sounds stressed. Is she okay? Yeah. She is just. Uh, I don't. She's so. I don't. She's so sensitive. I don't want. I ain't gonna speak bad on that baby. I'm just say she is sensitive, little baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> There we go. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I don't mind talking about Beyonce first. Okay, because that's how I was going to start anyway. So. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> All right. So, what? Two weeks ago today, Beyonce unleashed one of her greatest masterpieces to date. Two Black weeks King. ago. It was two weeks ago. Wasn't it two weeks? Wasn't it two, two Fridays ago? Or was it last Friday? Was I think it was last week. It, it couldn't have been. No, last it was week. it was two Fridays ago. But you it know, was today's two Thursday. weeks ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like again, the world is just okay, a piece of shit. So I don't it know where we're at. Definitely wasn't last Friday. You're right. So okay. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> but yes, the visual. And sonic masterpiece that is Black is King. Now, I don't know about you girls, but let me tell you something. I was moved emotionally. Oh, where are you? I was. I felt things and emotions that I hadn't felt in quite some time. <laughs> I felt joy and sadness and longing and hope. And despair, and a whole emotional roller coaster of things. In pain, sunshine, and rain, and rain. <laughs> okay, and rain. So anyway, that's how I felt. Um, I appreciate all of it. Um, I, I don't even know if I have a favorite part. 
because it was just all so good. But you know what is crazy though is that I'm one of those people that has to go like weeks without watching something after watching it the first time in order mm-hmm. to like appreciate it again. It'd be like that because you know sometimes it's you end up watching it the first time to kind of analyze versus mm-hmm. watching to enjoy. Because I do that with music sometimes, like with albums. It's like, okay, now let me go back and listen for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Do y'all hear her still? I do. She's she's very oh upset. Oh, Lord. Like, this is like an everyday thing. How long is she there for? <laughs> oh, baby. She I don't even know. And why? And Amara keeps stripping. She done took off her dress <laughs> to put on a daggone jacket. Like she said, y'all gonna get these fits, okay? <laughs> no, she Change, really be like bro. that. Like she came and said, it was like my closet. Help me get in my closet, and I'm like, for what? Like, what? What are you getting dressed for? Like, why? Why are you putting? No, I'm not putting that on you. Come here. Put on the jacket you already been taking up. She she <laughs> has learned the power of what I look like in certain clothes. I mean, listen. She's just like, <laughs> and now she wants to try everything. <laughs> so you girls could never. <laughs> Y'all got to see her hair. I did a good job. It's super cute. What did you do to it today? I put braids in it, but like, it looked like a professional did it. I don't know why she didn't. Let me not. It don't look like a professional professional did it, but it looked like, okay, your mama can do your hair though. So. <laughs> Come on, that okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, and you know what? That speaks volumes right there. That speaks volumes. <laughs> That's simple. Yeah, you look cute. Go show Gigi. I love it. Okay. All right. Your mama did your hair. I see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. But that's how I felt. That's how I felt. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was great. Five stars up. Ten, tum- ten thumbs down. I mean, up, damn, whatever. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. You heard it. I got so confused. I'm going to end it. So, <laughs> when I meet you and I tell you that, this morning, I got receipts. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Jesus. <laughs> I told you. No, I told you you've been hating on you since day one because that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're over here, no use as they were. I had to put them on. Like, she's gonna be sitting there. I appreciate you. And people were like, like, that's a lot, Beyonce. And I'm gonna have the recorded, like, ready. It's like, (laughs) she's gonna be like, thumbs down. Who are you people? How did you get past security? (laughs) Who are you? Like, uh oh. Oh, uh, craft services? (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, I'm done. We're gonna move on now. But the fashion, the the music, the artistry, the cameos—it was all like it was really good. Mm-hmm. I honestly like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, how Beyonce get them to approve this? Why people you know what? so upset? And like that is it? Mm-hmm. It was just like so like it was like because it wasn't like provocative, but it was sultry." Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, I was just sitting there like, ah, you can't, I don't like um, sexualizing people based on them being curvaceous. Like, that's their body. There's nothing that you, you can do about you looking at their body and finding it sexy. 
they can't do shit about their natural body. Definitely if it's natural. So it's just like, but it was just like seeing her and some of them like body suits. I was like, Beyonce. Mm. Body down, baby. But then again, also like rummaging through Disney and I was just like to be honest there's a lot of Disney stuff that like certain like little slick comments what, what Disney on now what's that damn franchise Star Wars not a kids movie like oh yeah so, like, I had to realize <laughs> no. like I know Beyonce was probably in the room like saying exactly what I'm saying Red Tails Star Wars like every time they brought mm-hmm. up a <laughs> up every day going thing you possibly yeah. could to be like, but you did it here, but you did okay. it here. It's like, forget, don't forget, y'all are the same company that made Song of the South. You owe me. <laughs> but then on the other side of that, Disney has been doing so much over decades to try to, you know, I guess rebrand themselves because, you know, have, it was yeah. the whole thing about being in, uh, anti-sentimentic uh, with in the previous days, early years. So, you know, they're trying to diversify themselves, too. So with her being on there, being totally Afrocentric and African in the dance and all of that, that's the thing that I really appreciated about it most was, mm-hmm. if you know, when you, when you look deeper into African history, African culture, and tribal, each tribe had their own dance for war, for love, for marriage, for death, and all of those things, and she literally took you from a story of being born to going through war finding love all at the same time through different frames simultaneously like life goes and um and she she brought light to a lot of prominent figures that africans used to use um during the slave trade when you know europeans would come in in the middle of the night when she had on the the hat with the, all the fringe. Mm-hmm. There's the actual, and I forget the um, actual name of the figure that they called it, but there's a figure that they they literally had on the costume like that. And European men in the middle of the night when they would come in to try to steal people from their tribes, mainly women and kids, there would be someone there that would walk around and when they walked, they would automatically shimmy and look like a you know spirit in the dark so they took that as you know being like an African spirit not knowing it's actually a person and would run off so it would scare them off and protect the you know protect their people Mm -hmm. Um, so seeing that and seeing her put that in there I'm like wow because that's not not a lot of people know about that even with just taking general ethnic studies classes yeah Um, so I, I really appreciated the context she put in there as well as of course the the dancing the costumes were great i think my favorite if i had to pick one was brown skin girl i did kind of oh yeah it was beautifully done a little done. emotional on that one. <laughs> I on that one a little bit it was beautifully um, done yeah very beautiful but everything else was just as just as great and i was like this is why she's our one of our greatest performers of our generation. Yeah, the research was there. The research oh, was yeah. there. Definitely. The you know, and so I thought it was beautifully well done. What I do want to get into though is I want to get into some of these critiques that have been out here about it. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen some of them, but I'll just oh, they're 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 tiring. They're very tired. 
Um, first and foremost, the most interesting one that I'll say that I've seen was actual like African people, or you know, some people that of African descent, like actually being upset at the portrayal or like the the narrative of the mm-hmm. of the story. Um, and you know, some of us regular run of the mill African American folks were saying some of the same things. But one of the things I saw them saying was like, people were really upset. Some people were really upset about the whole like king and queen situation because it conjures up these images of imperialism built steeped in American capitalism, and you know, like what? it it was a very you know a lot of thought think pieces, stink pieces as I call them, and. You know, and then they were like, um, I, there was one African girl that um, I saw her tweet, and she was essentially like, Beyonce doesn't speak for me. Um, uh, you know, she was like, there's um, everyone in Africa isn't a king or queen. Like, if that's just as damaging of a monolith as, like, you know, showing um, the the starving African kid pictures and all that stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on now. I'm like, I don't. And so, but it was it was interesting because a lot of people, African and non-African, were coming at her in the comments, and they were saying mm-hmm. they're like, "This was told." First of all, it's literally the Lion King in human form. That's what this whole thing was for. <laughs> so pretty, that. Right, pretty much. So like, let's get that <laughs> right. Hello, there's a reason that's called black skin. <laughs> but then they were they made another good point. They're like, "This is also from a African American person's." perspective like you have to understand in this country we've never been shown anything other about Africa than you know we were slaves or the damn UNICEF commercials with the fly landing on the kids eyeball you know let's talk about it you know what I'm saying like that's what we are always shown about Africa (laughs) so like we're trying to change the the narrative yeah (laughs) right like I mean the richest man in the world like what she was doing was showing that Black did not start out as slaves and impoverished. And like we started out as royalty, kings, queens, princes, princesses, and anything in between. Of course, you had your commoners, but still, we weren't around there here. Air, there was an air of respect, regardless. Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. So it's like the narrative, it's like, I don't understand. It's like, I really don't... Again, it's really like, what do you want? What do y'all want? <laughs> what will appease you woke niggas? Because, like, I don't understand. Because, like, like you said, it's like, we don't have any other imagery. We're trying mm-hmm. to change that narrative. The only opposite of that is, yes, we're all aware that, no, everyone wasn't a fucking, you know, chieftain. I think right. everyone gets that. Like, we all know that. You know? But even when you were, like, a common person, like, you weren't, you know, out here enslaved, <laughs> right. which is the well, narrative that we've yeah. always been told about Africans over here in the in the country. So it, it was just a very tired argument. Um, and then I've seen, um, you know, other, you know, Black folks, like, <sighs> Lord, having this whole <sighs> talk about the demonology in the, in the yeah, I, I that's the I can't even touch I it. I'll let you touch it. <laughs> and when it was brought to my attention, because I hadn't watched it yet, so when it was brought to my attention, it was like, 
okay, why are people tripping about the horns? Why does everything have to go to um, Bemafet? And I was like, I haven't even watched it yet, but I'm sure because this is supposed to be almost a live version, like we said in the beginning, a, a live version of the Lion King of sorts. I'm like, so I'm trying to figure out what are they talking about? As I'm watching and I'm looking for this whole demon imagery and demonic messaging and whatever, or, you know, that could be suggested, suggested of that. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And what I got to when it came to her having the horns of a wildebeest, <laughs> I said, it pissed me off because if you cannot see in that whole scene, the scene was introduced as animals while she was in the damn car. Right. The car is of cheetah print. And throughout that, you see her and you can see a zebra. You see a gazelle. And then you see the different imagery of the safari. So when she had the wildebeest and you had the prints of wildebeest skin and fur or whatever in the background hanging up on the wall, I'm like, you, y'all are so, y'all look for something so hard that you miss what is actually happening here. Wanna do every type of thinking, but actual right. critical. At thinking. this point in time, she has <laughs> taken you from the Nile. Okay. And now she's taking you to the Serengeti, the safari, the jungle, and now we're dealing with the animals of Africa. What was demonic about that? Not only that, but like I'm like, come on, y'all got and, and it's just like having a, a damn a bull in America, and there's bullhorns. We have a whole college in Texas that has longhorns as their logo, and right. we don't say nothing that, that that that's demonic. Well, see, and the thing, the issue, the main issue is, is that because there's a lot of references to African spirituality in there, and she's been doing that for mm-hmm. the past like at least five, six years, you know. Like people, I will say, black Christians, and I, I consider myself a Christian at this point in my life, but I also research other religions and I also am open to like learning about other things. Mm-hmm. Just because it's something that you don't understand that is foreign to you is not, <laughs> does not automatically equal demonology. <laughs> right. It's you like know, not seek only to understand research. And it's like, like if you looked at mythology, like <laughs> Af- hello, if you looked at African mythology and you looked at all this stuff, like have you studied the Egyptian mm-hmm. uh, pantheon of gods? You would, if you did, you'd know exactly who she was referencing. Yeah, and exactly. the thing is, people want everything spoon fed to them so much they don't want to look for that. Yeah, so if they don't so they see that, it and don't understand it, they get upset. Exactly. And what she did with this piece was she gave you enough to say, okay, we're more than what we know, right? If you right. don't know that, we're more than what we know. But it's to leave you to go and research that and look into that further for yourself. Mm-hmm. As what any film is supposed to do in that type of respect, right? Right. So, you know, yeah. I, I thought that was tired when I seen it. And when I finally seen the actual production for myself, I really just, I gave it really really tired eye roll and sigh deep heavy sigh 
<laughs> I mean, like just exasperating. Like, this, is, this has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just exhausted at this point in time. I'm like, yeah, you know? we, we, you know, Maleficent. We ain't talking about her casting spells on people and coming back because she's white. But okay, <laughs> because she's white. We're familiar with dragons and you know all the other whatever. We're, we're familiar with European and white people mythology, but like right. it comes to our own shit. It's like, oh, evil. Evil. It's like, so you're calling your ancestors evil. So what you're telling me is that you're equating the ancestral mm-hmm. practices of the people that mm-hmm. spawned you. And don't, and don't get it twisted. <laughs> there were some of those that used, you know, that works or, you know, that to their advantage for evil purposes. But that's in all religions. That's in Literally. all theologies. Look at how they bastardized the Bible. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that's 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 everywhere when you look into everything that's everywhere so yeah almost feel like doing the whole gavel <laughs> okay next on the docket but um i do want to get niall's perspective on it before i go into my last point that i wanted to make if she is willing to give are you there i'm here <laughs> you said- my perspective on black is king and the um all the uh first of all when y'all been the other conversations stuff, i have no idea what y'all were even like we're whatsoever yeah. I, I got none of that so i guess i agree i got none of that <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it we will take it <laughs> we're all in agreement okay cool um and then what other points were made? Essentially that you know, she gave you she, she gave you the beginnings of a conversation to have outside of the film. And that people want to talk about everything but the actual conversation that well, she Well, that's usually how white privilege works. So I'm used to that. Well, that's the thing. It's even it's among us black folks. We, I, I'm well, most yeah, of, I heard a lot y'all of us. making the African comment. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. I tried this new thing with, like, asparagus. And, like, I don't know if it's going to be good. But we're going to find out. I feel like a real chef out here. But um, <laughs> people always look for something. So we're going to hate on Beyonce. She be so unproblematic, minding her business, making her corn. She so. Okay. Um, I mean, that's about the African culture to say whether or not they're being but hurt. Well, I'll say from reading into the perspective, I can understand because this other this criticism also came from. Are y'all familiar with No Name? <laughs> that's that's the person. Yeah, name. yeah. I'm that's not familiar with guy? this young. Huh? You said that's the first guy. No. no. Oh, what you say? Yeah, I, I remember her when she um, when they made the whole thing with her and J Cole. Yeah, which I still, honestly, truly, still don't understand. Like I've tried to understand. I it, honestly I don't, don't necessarily understand. Oh my understand gosh, it. am I like old? 
Pops over here like, what are y'all talking about? Well, that's the thing. I didn't, okay, so this, she's a poet and rapper. It's a black woman. She's like 28. Her name is, her name is No Name. That is her name. Um, I had never heard of No Name <laughs> until the whole J. Yeah, Cole situation. Never heard of her where, until the J. Cole situation. Myself. Never heard of her until the J. Cole situation where essentially she was saying that like, J. Cole and other celebrities aren't using their platform properly to like mm-hmm. elevate the protests and all this that and the third. When J. Cole literally has a track record of being at literally every grassroots protest in his area. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say like... out of rappers, him and Kendrick Lamar, and I'll throw Wale in there somewhere in there before he just came back. But those three, they used to really it took them a while to get mainstream because they would talk they would rap about shit that most rappers wouldn't even bring up. Right. But, um, and then, you know, when that all happened with with her calling them out, and then he released this, that single, people were saying it was a diss towards her. And I was like, I didn't hear any diss towards her. I, I didn't either. Empowering her, like saying, you know, she called me out. She called me out on my bullshit, whatever. I don't know much about it, but here's somebody that does know, and you should listen to her. Like that's, that's what, what I, I got from it. So that's literally what I got. From it. Talking about he bashing black women and and then you know he too old to be doing diss tracks against this girl. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. It wasn't a diss track. <laughs> I was like, maybe I don't understand the subtleties of rap disses because maybe I missed something. Maybe there was a major plot. And she, hole in she didn't take it as a, as that either because later on, a couple of like maybe a couple of hours later, a day or two somewhere in there. She actually, they ended up having a conversation and pubbed each other about it. So, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. And we ain't heard nothing else about it because there was nothing there in the first place. (laughs) There was nothing there. But I brought her up because she came up again with this Beyonce thing. I'm starting to think she's got a vendetta against Rock Nation. Like, maybe they didn't sign her. Maybe she's She may be trying to get clout. (laughs) She might be. Because, again, I was just like, I, there's just a lot going on that I don't get. But her criticism was, like, echoing kind of, like, what the um, African, some of the, some of the African folks that I saw tweeting were saying. Essentially, um, Beyonce, I have to go back and find the original tweet, but it was essentially to the, to the tune of Beyonce gave you, like, black excellence but dripped in American capitalism, and y'all are just going up for it, like, and I was like... <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> and like, I get it. Like, okay, sure. If we're talking about, okay, the lavishness and the richness of it and all that other stuff, because I mean, first of all, I want to know what the costume budget was because baby, my God, um, that, that was some racks on those costumes. Um, but, you know, it, it's like, again, talking about the whole King narrative. And there's, and I've seen this also too, a lot. There's a lot of black people now that feel like cringy when you call them king or queen. And I'm just like, what the fuck do y'all want? Yeah. What do you people want? And I can say you people because I'm part of y'all people. What do y'all want? Because <laughs> it's confusing yeah, I don't, me I and don't, upsetting me. I don't me. get that. I, I worked with a guy that, and that's what he called every black man, every black woman. He addressed them as king and queen. And that was it. And I didn't take offense to it. It was just like, what up, King? I said it back. That's yeah, the like, 
It I, is what it is. We're acknowledging like each other for what we are. The issue comes into play where, like, I don't like to answer the overall question, what do they want? I don't think they know what they want. I think people move with the coast of times. Because, like, there was a point where we weren't walking around saying, what's up, king? What's up, queen? But there was a point prior to that where we were. So it's like history repeats itself. You know, at some point in time, somebody comes and goes, oh, when, you know, when anybody, especially Black people, whenever we get together and we do something, it's more militant. Mm-hmm. So then, it, so then, you know, you don't, you, you get, you get chastised for being too woke to being, for being too aware. And yeah. so then it becomes like, oh, why are you like that? Don't be doing all that. You can't be doing all that. You know, we can't be gathering. You know, we can't be, you know, talking about stuff like that. And then, and I feel like right now in an age where like we are seriously advanced, um, it's like, it's very hard to keep those dual mindsets because there are people who think that way. There are people who want us to like, step back even our own people mm-hmm. and that but it's just like but there's so many possibilities and we see them and we we our eyes are open and like I feel like that's not even like um specific to our era I think that's specific to every generation as as life continues as life continues to advance like we always see the possibilities and it's just some people who don't who see those possibilities but they don't know what those mean they're not used to them they're not trying to root for them so they want you to step back Mm -hmm. they want you to calm down so you know when they see Beyonce they see her drenched in all this like glory and all you know rich stuff and it's just like it's kind of like well that's not how all black people are that's not that's not how all black people are but she came in here on some you go to Africa in a straight poor shit then y'all be complaining about that. Everybody right. always got something mm-hmm. to say, so it's just and like I'd rather, I'd much rather you show us. I'd much rather you show us steez the fuck up than you showing yeah. us out here looking mm-hmm. like we can't handle ourselves. So ooh, that was country, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you look at the story, the storyline of the film, by the time it got to the point where they was in this mansion, sitting at this table, lavish. And lush, she took you through one of the neighborhoods. <laughs> she took you through, uh, right. like, it's literally a progression of showing every piece of, of I guess, society, if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and I'm that's... Like, it, there, there's more to the story than just she, you know, showing the capitalistic part of being in America, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I agree with that. And you know, the, the, so the most interesting criticism that I heard from it or about it was um, my hairstylist. I actually was talking to him about it a couple weeks ago. And so I asked him, like, you know, how did you feel? Like, what was it? What did you, what did you think of it? And so for him, he said he loved the production of it. He loved how it was done and the execution and X, Y, Z. But he said he felt it was too much. And I was like, how so? Essentially, he felt it was too, like, out there as far as, like, I'm throwing all this Blackness at you. Whereas I found it to be a lot more nuanced than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought there were a lot more layers and a lot more nuance that the average person 
or like, you know, you wouldn't just necessarily get offhand. It's something that make you think. But he said he felt it was just too much, for, especially for that platform. I was like, well, that's an interesting take because it's like, well, you know, it still is Disney Plus, so it still had to get approved by them to be on that platform, <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like, he was talking about like, you know, losing the audience or um, like, you know, what, like, are you going to leave some people out of this when you put this out here when it's just very black like this or very just one-sided? And I was like, well, it's definitely made for a certain demographic. I haven't seen a single white person talking about Black is King. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think they, I think most white folks knew, <laughs> like, this is not for you. <laughs> Like, you're not yeah. going to understand this. You can appreciate it from a visual standpoint, from a sound standpoint, but as far as the message and the story, mm-hmm. it's not for you. You're not going to get it. So I haven't, so thankfully, I haven't seen too many white people actually trying to put their two cents into it because it's like, you, this definitely, you definitely have nothing to say about this. Um, but that was the most interesting criticism I heard from it was that he felt that it was, maybe it was, like too much at one time for people to like understand. I was like, well, I think it, you know, goes with the flow of the time we're in, you know, we've done the whole, you know, kind of shuffle around the situation and kind of like make it more palatable for people. Then we've gone complete, you know, and then how long do do you sit around and water down something like that? Exactly. You know, so I'm like, well, I think now is the time. I did want to add that my mom, so we were like, we were watching it. And when Hamilton came out, she wanted me to like set the TV up in the living room. I got the biggest TV and whatnot. And so she can watch it. And so when she heard about Black is King, like she mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to bring the TV out like I did for Hamilton. So when I put it on, she was on some like, oh, we watching it right now. Excuse me, are you not excited for Beyonce? <laughs> so come on, then, Mama Like, like she was like, she kept asking me questions like, what is a what is a visual album? What is what is what is this? Like, I don't understand. Like, what's the point of all of this? And I was like, if you don't enjoy <laughs> the presentation, Just sit back and watch. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! But no, I was. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Beyonce did her thing per usual. And it introduced me to a lot of artists that I was like, oh. And I love that she was um, Jessie Reyes because I really like her. Yeah, and you know, I didn't even peep that on the original. Yeah, like when I was trying to listen, I was like, oh shit, that is Jessie. Yeah, I like like Jessie too. She's good. Okay, so Black is King. Smashing success, 10 thumbs up this time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Queen B, keep doing your thing, baby. You heard what you right. said, Beyonce. Moving on! <laughs> 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 Moving on. Okay. Alright, now we're at the, the more serious stuff. Alright, so now we have, finally, someone, a full Democratic ticket, at least as far as President and Vice President. We have Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris. Uh-huh. Right. So here we are. There's been a lot of mixed feelings about this one too. So I just, uh, you know, 
I want to get yes. y'all's take on it. Um, I'm going to just say this. The main issues that I've seen everyone saying about Kamala are a few things. One, she's not really black. She's biracial. That's one. Two, she locked up a bunch of black people when she was the, um, well, she, the district attorney, I think she was. I can't remember exactly her title. But whatever she was, out, there you go. Thank you. Out there in Cali. Three, um, she's not really going to be for the people when she gets in office. And four, we just hate black women around here. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's um, what I've got. She's married to a whole white man. Oh, yeah. Five, she's married to a white man. <laughs> There's that, too. So I guess let's just break that, break all this down, because... Yeah, yeah. Torian, I'll let you start because I, you're, you're the more politically astute of the three of us. So talk about it from a political stance first. Um, what were your thoughts initially? How do you feel about this whole thing? Oh, man. Okay, so today I feel I've accepted the ticket. Um, okay. She was not my initial person that I, that I wanted to be VP, right? Okay. However, um, this is the ticket, and we still need to to vote because it don't matter if you're Republican, Independent, Democrat, Big Orange stay in the White House. Everybody did. Um, but with Kamala, I think the the biggest thing, like like all of each of you named, um, what turned out for her was her record being attorney general and being DA in California before moving to the Senate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we understand, I'm sorry, not uh, DA, but prosecutor. Um, so, you, you know, know, understand, understand that, that a prosecutor, prosecutor, they are there to lock people up. The, okay. We, we understand, understand that, that as a role, right? Yes. Where a lot of the people push back on her record when they talk about black people and Latino people when, with her locking them up is in contrast to her letting white collar, high white collar crimes go. Okay. Um, even at full recommendation of them being prosecuted. Um, one of those were Steve Mnuchin, who's the current Secretary of Treasury under Trump. Um, and there's a whole scandal with him and his wife, the banks that they owned, illegally foreclosing on a lot of people's houses and taking advantage of that, right? She did not prosecute him. She let the case go, even at the recommendation of everyone on her team. And at simultaneously, she locked up almost 1,600 Black and Latino people for marijuana-related offenses. So I think that's where the problem comes in at when they talk about a record, because it wasn't like it was cocaine, crack cocaine, or heroin, right? Okay. So it's like, it's marijuana. And then with that, it was more so you didn't only prosecute these people, but you prosecuted them with a full you recommended the maximum sentence that they could get. 
Okay. And most times they got that maximum sentence. Um, and then on the other side, there's a, a couple of instances where people proved their case and judges had agreed that they were not and should not have been in prison. Uh-huh. And instead of signing the paper to have them release, she sat on that for three, four years and then let them be released even though it was proven that they shouldn't have been locked up in the first place and was trying to fight, not just not signing for them to be released, but also not fighting against for them not to actually get out at the same time. But when it, when that would go through, it was like forced of hand. Okay. I got to let you go. So with those things that, that is why a lot of people was like, uh, For me, seeing that, I was, for me, it was like, it's too much of Biden and Biden. And what I mean by that was Biden had got away so far because we know at the beginning it was a whole thing with black people in the crime bill with Joe Biden, right? Okay. And when it came time that he selected Kamala, it was like, dang. You really opened yourself up for both of y'all to be attacked and ridiculed on something that had died down. Um, and then a, a, a lot of other things was with Kamala and her presidential bid not making it to primary. We, you know, a lot of people are like, we never got to see who actually would vote for her, support her, things of that nature. When we at least did see there might have been 0.5% or 1% of black voters that did vote for Pete Buttigieg or Amy Klobuchar, like they were able to contend. We, How do we know you're going to actually be able to stand up and how do we know how much of the vote you actually bring in? So now, like a lot of people have been saying with Joe Biden, he he takes the black vote for granted uh-huh. and they're feeling like okay well basically I'm gonna pick her she's more like me than anybody else this is the ticket this is what you got it's either me or Trump and because I'm real cool with black the black voters I can bring in the black vote alone even if Kamala doesn't um, and so you know people felt the kind of way about that I let my frustrations out privately um, because it, mm-hmm. it was a lot of stuff on social media and with Trump and other people. I refuse to put that out on social media to see the infighting between black voters because they're already in progress of trying to split that vote. Right. Um, so my feeling and recommendation towards it is she may not have been the best choice. She may not have been your choice. However, this is the ticket. We already know the current administration is not for us or brown people. We need to stay focused, energized, and not fall into the trap that we typically fall into generation over generation of being divided and conquered, and then deal with this and hold her accountable once they're elected 
like we're supposed to hold our elected officials uh, accountable anyway. Well said. I like that. Um, Naya, any thoughts? No, I'm about to say that's a hard follow. Um, and then I don't know what you about to say. You might be like. Maybe not as hard of a follow-up, but, like, still, like, dang, I went after that. So, so you want me to go first? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, mine's not going to be nearly as informed as his. So, I mean, I'll just say what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, you know, um, I briefly had looked into her record. You know, I, I saw the other things. And for me, just from the outside looking in and not really doing too much more digging, I'm like, so y'all mad at her for doing her job? I'm a little confused. Um, <laughs> like, that's literally her job, like you said, as a prosecutor. It's literally her job. Now, the disproportionality, I'm sure, yes, I probably would have had a problem with that if having looked deeper into the facts of it. But the fact, the hard fact right now is she is the vice presidential candidate with Joe Biden being the presidential candidate. We literally have two choices. You don't get no third choice. I don't give a, and if you're a fucking libertarian or independent, don't waste your vote on that. No, no, no offense to anyone who's libertarian. Offense, offense to anyone who's libertarian. <laughs> like, because y'all don't, no y'all don't place any year. Literally, so it's just like I want you all to really understand at this point that <laughs> this is what we have. These are the choices. Make mm-hmm. your choice and do it because at the end of the day. I'm going to do just like I did four years ago. I'm upset about this whole situation, but I can sleep well at night knowing that I did not vote for that man. I actually, but I voted, but I did not vote for that man, but I voted. So same thing with this election. I will not vote for that man. I will vote. I'm a vote. And I'll be able to sleep well at night knowing that I at least did my part. Now the rest of y'all, everyone out here, black, white, gay, straight, non-binary, trans, you know, Ollie. person of color, non-person of color, <laughs> all of y'all, get y'all asses out there and cast your vote in November. Or do it by, via, via mail. I know there's that whole thing going on. I'm going to get into that right now. But however you can do it, please do it. And, and that's and all I can especially say. Especially with those 1.4 million people that stay on 2016. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, Yes, we know that this is literally just the Hunger Games at this point. We're, we're all very well aware. We know that politics is a game. Because that many I mean, people who's stay say? home in 2016, I can only imagine how many people want to stay home right now during the pandemic. I mean, honestly, truly. So there's exactly that's another thing. It's we got a pandemic against us, and I think and Trump is counting on that. He's he counting is. on people not coming out. So, which is why. You know, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist about it, which is why he didn't do any mandates because he wanted people to get sick, so people had to stay home. And he didn't know people wasn't going to come out, which is probably not actually conspiracy, but probably actually true. Um, (laughs) He's, you know, he's like, I'm just riding this wave while I got it. (laughs) So that's that's the point. Um, So that was one point I wanted to make. Um, And then get your absentee ballot. Like, yes, I my friend actually called me. Just yeah. Right. Like there's it's very there's very, very there's a lot of ways we can do this now. And there's people out here that can help you 
if you're worried about you know the whole id thing uh in some mm-hmm. states and all that stuff like there are programs and things that will help you get past all those you know benchmarks um the other thing i wanted to briefly say was this argument again and we we've touched on it you know she does have a white husband um she is half indian and her father is jamaican um she was born here in the states raised here in the states so she is technically by all intents and purposes an african american woman so there's that um so either way, no matter how you really feel about it, this is still one of those history-making first things. Mm-hmm. The first African-American woman to actually make it onto the ticket and have an actual shot at being vice president. Like, that's a big, big thing. And Save off the strength of that, you know, off the strength of that, what you should be doing at this point, like I said, you got two choices. You might as well support her, or at least support the effort to get her and Biden in office because if not, what what's the other choice? Literally, yeah. yeah. And, and then on top of that, it's it is like, like I, think I think people fail. I won't, I won't say, say fail, fail to know because a lot, lot of people literally just don't know. know. But, but voting, voting for them, you're voting, voting for so much more. more. You're, you're voting for you know your, your secretary of defense. You're voting for your treasury secretary. You're voting for your Supreme Court justices. And if if Trump Trump continues to keep appointing justices after this year for another four years, and then there's, what, I think think three or four of them that's on there. I know RBG, I think uh, Clarence Thomas, there's there's about three of them that's going to be retired within the next four years. And we already know <laughs> if Trump was to win again, we already know how that Supreme Court is going to be set up. And we have more rapists and sex offenders, right? And, and those are lifelong appointments. And Can we talk about that for just one second? <laughs> Can we talk about like how we should not do that anymore? I believe, you know, I know when it was started, you know, people mm-hmm. only lived till about like 60 anyway, so it was okay. But in 60, you know, old. <laughs> and 60 was old then, like, you should Wait. be a great grandmother by the time you're 60. Right. right. Great, I'm trying to back up further than that because you're talking about the who's going to be in Trump's little thing, but. According to all the conspiracy theorists, Biden fits in that bill too. Mm, tell me more, because I really haven't paid much attention to those. Oh, this! I'm trying to speak in code because I'm around yeah. children. <laughs> but um, hold on. Sorry about that. Um. I've just seen stuff about Biden and just like, as you said, several other people in the political positions, high political positions who are, who have sex offender charges who about do about one, two years and then go away. Um, so it's just like, if you're, if you're to believe everything that's been coming out as of recently, even though a lot of the stuff is old because I've seen something recently come out about a bunch of senators that was, um, they were tried in 2016. Um, but most people are just now passing like the information around. So, you know, I say all that to say that 
I feel like if any of that's to be true, then at the end of the day, we're it's like which pedophile do we want in the office? Like I feel like that's what mm-hmm. all our past like actually not. I think every single past um, presidential election, I don't think we've ever had a presidential election where it was just like, what good solid person are we putting in? You know, position. The only person that we ever said that for was Kennedy, and Kennedy didn't really have like a long period of time to really do anything to know who he was. Yeah. Yeah, so, the whole thing with Kennedy, though, was the Marilyn Monroe situation. Right, yeah. So, see, it's just like, at what point do we, you know, because I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day where I was just like, you know, I, we always have to remember that we're human. And then at the end of the day, like, nobody's supposed to be perfect. No, you know, people do, they do. And it's like, but it's who they are when it comes down to it. Like, yeah. you might be an adulterer, but when it comes down to, like, Really like saying who can get married. Really saying who you know what, mm-hmm. what these law, who's these laws are affecting. What are you doing then? So, I much rather a doctor be in the goddamn office than a goddamn racist or bigot. Right, like you cheated on your wife is more of a passable offense than oh, you know, you orchestrated the murder of thirty thousand black people. Yeah, yeah, right. I can, you know, what I'm saying I can deal. With, you know, you know, hey, you just had a little trim on the side. Doesn't make it right. That's between you and, you know, whatever moral compass you decide. But point being, I just really just want people to, like you said, not get divided and conquered with this whole thing and realize we are still in a bipartisan two-party system. These are the two parties aligned with one of them for this election. And, you know, do your vote. Yeah. And another thing... I just really want people to say her name right. Because <laughs> um, I was saying it wrong. I was saying Kamala. I'm like, it's definitely Kamala. But, yeah. yeah. But, and when I say that, I say it for us to our community, but more so white people because we know how white people like to not try to say our names right and think True. they can get a pass with it because they tried it one time and it didn't work. No. Right. Yeah, I'm going to correct everybody. And her name is Kamala. It's not not that that hard. And you hear it every day, especially the people in the media. You've been covering her for how long as a senator? It's just disrespectful at this point. And that's the thing. That's why I'm really like, y'all, at the end of the day, we need to uplift her because whether you like it or not, she is still a black woman in this political sphere. And she's not going to get respected by the larger media. She's not going... She's going to have a hard enough time, number one, as a woman, and then as a black woman. And if you want to call her black... It's already started. They're already doing the whole angry black woman stereotype at her. And then they re-sparked the birther birther movement with her as well. Um, And she better not show no damn birth certificate at all. Don't... I don't don't want her pulling out a birth certificate. What is with the birth certificates? You can, aren't they public record? No, they're, well, they're probably not. Well, for at least for politicians, aren't they? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. But either way, it's not that hard. You think she's gonna forge a birth certificate? Like, right. But then, but it goes deeper than that to you know when black people basically weren't able to be citizens. So you know, oh, it's yeah. a very negative stereotype. 
And it's like we not we not we we cannot allow that to happen a second time when we have somebody that's going into the executive position and second in command of the United States and she's black. Exactly. Agreed. So at the end of it all, respect her. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, support her. Support her. Mm-hmm. Um, because a support for anything else is a vote for Trump at this point. Like, and that's not even bullshit. That's that's real. At this point, anything else is a vote for Trump. Not voting, a vote for Trump. Voting for Trump, definitely a vote for Trump. Voting mm-hmm. libertarian, a vote for Trump. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> you know, so it's a it's a no win situation. We all know politics is literally a game. Like, if nothing else has been proven in the past 10 years, it's all a game. None of this shit matters. You can be a trash person and be in office. So why not get at least a halfway decent person? Right. Somebody that really know about two people that really know how to... That actually worked in politics, you know? (laughs) Why not? What a a novel idea that would be. Like, golly. I mean, I'm still waiting on this second stimulus check. So... You know, yeah, we, hell. we might have to wait until they get in office for that to come out. Child, Trump is I'm... gonna sit on everything that he can because he know he's gonna lose, man. Exactly. And the thing is, like, and then other people are like, he's gonna get reelected again. I was like, you know what? I'm hoping that he doesn't. I'm hoping people don't like see through this plot mm-hmm. of trying to divide people and actually just yeah. do the guy. And do that's the thing. Home. The only way Trump is gonna get reelected is. If people do like you've been saying, vote libertarian, independent, writing in people, those things don't write in fucking Harambe this year. Do not fucking write in Harambe or Kanye this year. Ooh, I seen the baby say that dumb shit. So don't don't mark him. I and don't. That's gonna be bad. But don't not go vote. (laughs) Get your ass up and go to the poll. Or get your absentee ballot, or you gonna be we gonna be stuck with what Orange does another four years. Oh, and at that point, I'm moving to Ghana. They ain't letting you in. <laughs> I, I I'm moving to we, Ghana. We blocked. <laughs> Who blocked me? We we blocked from almost every every nation in Africa except for like. Two or three. I forget which one, so. But definitely Ghana is one. I would say, is Morocco on that list? (laughs) I would like to go to Morocco. Y'all seen that um, video going around where it's like, it says like zone two, not zone two, way two of the coronavirus, all the other countries taking precautions, but America partying outside, chilling. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes, I'm just like, I would like to go to a socially distanced music festival. (laughs) (laughs) Those aren't even really socially distanced. My friend was working where everybody's supposed to stay in their cars and people was outside. Oh, yeah. I was wondering how that was going to actually work. (laughs) I believe that. Yeah, they're supposed to have people like bringing the food to your car and stuff, but instead they had people like standing in line. For food, like it was just a bunch of like false advertising, low key. But they knew niggas ain't care. All right. 
Oh, well. Well, guys, you know, like I said, um, it's 20. The apocalypse is upon us. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. I just, it I, feel that I way. just want people. It do feel that way, but you know what? <laughs> Still, I rise. Like the phoenix. In the ashes. Um, last thing, and just very briefly. Um, well, damn, I think, no, we're going to have to have a whole other conversation. I, I was going to bring up WAP. But that's a whole other conversation because, again, yeah. so much. Like, y'all stop complaining so much. <laughs> y'all that's literally bother stop complaining. I was just watching. I was listening to I was like, bro, this is like what we need. Like, like this was even bad, though. Like, it wasn't no. like what was. It doesn't even matter if different? it was bad. Like, with anything, your child don't got to watch it. You don't got to put it on TV. You don't have to have, yeah. like. Like you can censor stuff, and if you First can't, all, then you need to have a conversation shit. with your child. <laughs> that right. video was the shit. Period. I just don't know why. It really was. You know. Like I was looking at Meg and the um, White Tiger Row, and I was like, Man. yes, 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 yes. I was watching that and first of all, I don't know how I feel about my mom really liking it, but I, I dig it. <laughs> She's really a Cardi fan. They but good. I was like, uh, Cardi can get my whole check. I see why Cardi was getting paid on the on the poll. Okay. Yeah, like both of them did so good. Like I was like, yo, <laughs> can I spill my name while I ride it? <laughs> I would try to figure it out. I was just saying, like, it I, I just I really and I I hate that this is the attention that we turn to it. But I really want to know why the fuck was Kylie Jenner in that damn video? Yeah. She Why was she in it? Why yeah, did she go behind that door? What was behind the door? The fact that every single body was like dragging her and then uh, somebody <laughs> had said um, posted like pretty much them praising Kylie and like down in the rest of the video. And I was like, yeah, that was wait, wait. at all. Did, did y'all see the edit, edit where um, they put she like walked through it and, and then her, her old face, face popped up? up. Oh, no! <laughs> I think that's I'm gonna have, have to send it to y'all. Please, I was over here so much joy. <laughs> no, I seen the one where they have like different people shutting the doors on her, and I seen the one when they changed her to Viola Davis. No, no, that that, that hey, Viola, Viola Davis, Davis that, um, edit was really, really nice. nice. I didn't, I didn't see, see it where it changed, changed like, like was, was changing, changing her, but, but I seen the one where you know it was all yeah, it was all Viola. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, I did see the one where they looked where Cardi, Cardi Mag was looking, looking in the room and it was Viola dancing. dancing. <laughs> I, I, seen y'all that okay. I saw that one. Oh, okay. okay. I but, but, I, but I'm but definitely going to send y'all one with Kylie because it, it, it was with, um, I always get her last name wrong. Regina, the other Regina actor. Gina King or Regina Bell? No, Regina Paul. Paul. When she was in the a Regina Bell Watching, watching the, um, watching the movie in the theater. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the one, one where, where she was like, like don't, don't go, don't go, go in there. That's just scary. Tyler Black showed her own face. She said, oh, that was some scary shit. That shit was funny to me. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, like I said, I think the 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 video was well done, you know, especially with all the green screen and all that stuff. I will say, my good sis Normani was in there. She did and her thing. She did her thing. <laughs> she did her thing. Yeah, her, her, her. <laughs> it's a it's a tweet, and I gotta find it, and I'm gonna send it to y'all when I find it. But the tweet said, 
it, it was I wake up this morning to see Normani shucking and jiving in the whorehouse. Yeah. And I lost it. <laughs> and I lost it. <laughs> I was like, the shuck and the jive is what took me there. Yeah. <laughs> it took me all the way there. All I know is when I get off the phone, I'm probably watching Watt one more time and then I'm putting on Black as King. <laughs> as you should. Man. Macaroni in the pot. I was like, ooh, and that's the sound we like to hear. And you know what's funny though? Because again, it did make people bring out like, you know, s- songs from not too long ago and then songs from long ago, like mm-hmm. the thirties, that are literally what's the one? This one Thomas said, I you eat my pussy, I'll suck your dick. This is like nineteen twenty five she made this song or thirty something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's been yeah. around and you know, we do like to have this idea. And people we like to have this idea of soul to us. And no, because, like, they always say it's, like, it's how it was sung. Like, we sung it. Y'all just saying it. And it's, like, you're just yeah. saying it. Just because you do the body, I suck your titty. Like, nigga. Okay. Like, <laughs> listen, listen, let me let your sweet love come down on me, baby. <laughs> I, I burst like an explosion. Nothing Whenever you touch me. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> um, no, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. say you make my girlhood clever. Come on now. See? Right. Yeah, you make my yeah. Oh. See, you make my girlhood <laughs> tremble. Come I was on like, now. what you're what? <laughs> you're what, Elka? <laughs> okay, girl. Oh man. But yeah. So anyway. That was that on that. Um What a week. What a what a past what a great past few weeks yeah. it's been. Um I'm putting Instant my phone see. back on the charger, so like, if y'all in the call before I get back, I love. You I mean, we're we gonna end it now. Actually, oh, you know, oh, we was actually okay. about to end it. So I mean, oh, can I do a real quick pub? Oh yeah, go give us it, a pub. It, it, it's for my, it's for my girl. You know, A Keys. Um, she's oh, releasing Lord. a new video single tonight at midnight, and it's featuring Khalid. And I'm interested to see how that's gonna sound. You know, I am now too. Now that you said it, because I like Khalid. Yeah, I was like, hmm, very interesting. Also, Jill Scott has been casted by producers Queen Latifah and Jamie Foxx for the biopic of Mahalia Jackson as well. And who's playing Mahalia again? Because I saw that, and I don't remember who they said it was. Uh, Jill Scott. Oh, oh thanks, Terrence. <laughs> and Terrence said it too. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jill, Jilly from Philly. Yeah. Oh, and then as I scroll through Facebook, I see it pop up. <laughs> Look I think at she's that. really going to embody that role. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But all right, well, as we sign off, Niall, do you have any words for the people? Did she walk away from the phone? She, she said she was. She did say that. I should have listened. Well, on that stay note, safe, wear a mask, and vote. Please, wear a mask. Please, vote. Please, don't be dumb, because I ain't getting <laughs> dumb with you. If you get dumb... Listen, because my heart dropped to the edge of my big toe this year on election night, or whenever they figure out who won, and it's Trump again... I'm going off on everybody that did not exercise safe vote. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna grab, you know, grab my bottle. <laughs> grab my bottle and uh just sit. I'm turn my phone off. Don't call me, don't text me. <laughs> Leave I'm alone. <laughs> I I'm not even in mourning. I'm just like, well, life goes on. You know, we're gonna be still be wearing masks for the next five years. So um Listen, hit well, up my boy because I'm making them joints and, now. And we're gonna figure out where we're gonna centralize like in here in Charlotte, and we just gonna bunker down. <laughs> Let's just bunker down. Let's just do it. Let's just hold tight. Let's just hold tight. <sighs> well, all right, y'all. Well, we'll see y'all on the next one. All right. Peace, Peace out, out, people. Bye, y'all.